Hello and welcome. <laughs> Hello and welcome back to Oracle's Womb, Apothecary and Botanica, the podcast. So today is an inspired episode. Every episode is inspired, but here I'm speaking mainly about the divine feminine and the ways in which we show up for ourselves, for the women around us, for our children, for our mothers, for, well, that's women around us, but the men in our lives, for this planet, for other energies and all of that shit. Um, And what divine feminine energy is. So... Why are we having this conversation? Why are we trying to define the divine? Why do we have to constantly contain her within labels? Giving her these labels of feminine, of a woman, of um, conservative, of sensual, of sexual, of... Um, all of these different labels when in actuality she just is. She is what she is. The divine feminine is so many things and cannot be contained. And I guess that's formless. Um, she is transcending evolution. If you get what I'm saying, because evolution means to constantly move or propel yourself upwards or, you know, grow. And she's always creating and removing and destroying and growing and halting and so many other things and spiraling and going forward and going backwards and going here and here to the side to the back to the you know northeast northwest whatever way and direction she decides to go and whatever she decides to do that is what she decides to do so here i wanted to speak about so many things and Showing up for ourselves by just being. And this is part of the healing segment. I wanted to move a little further into some darkness. Something a little bit darker this episode. Um, I'm alone. I'm with my son. Um, I'm here in my new apartment. Um... And this is the first uh, episode that we're doing here. And this, you know, the first child, the first son, the first department, all of us are first. And so these beginning, these new seeds or these seedlings beginning to emerge and seeing things that we've been creating come to fruition for a very long time. But the void, the darkness the unseen that untapped potential that um limitless 
darkness of the void of the darkness and yeah that space where she dwells where she is I am not a witch I'm going to say that again I am not a witch you can call me a root worker if you would like but I don't call myself that either I'm not a root worker I'm cosmic I'm beyond all you know and because I'm cosmic I used to call myself a root worker and people were oh well she's working with some dark 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 shit but I'm not um the only thing that I'm working with is nature and that's natural self um you know natural what's natural to humans this planet to and there are so many people who want to define themselves as dark because they don't want to seem love and light but they're all the same they're all the fucking same they're all the same agents on this side agents on that side they're all the same They are all one and the same. People want to call themselves a witch, want to be dark. People want to be love, people want to be light. People want to continuously post how they're meditating, how they're healing, how this and how that would. And that's fine because people can do what they desire to do when they desire to do it and how they desire to do it. It's more so the performance. People think that in order for them to truly be what they deem as spiritual, they have to do some sort of spiritual work. And many people think that they are gifted because they can see when in reality we all can see. And that's not to say that these people aren't gifted. That theirs don't reach a certain height that other people's um, gifts don't kind of extend to. It's more so as if it's just a superiority complex. Um, and I'm more so seeing the things within women. So I know what these these things look like because I've been there. I thought that, okay, I have to have all of these magical, these esoteric um, compounds within my mind. I had to have all of this knowledge, all of this occult knowledge, all of these herbs that have magical properties, working with all of these things. But I'm realizing that the more that I try to work with, um these herbs as them being separate from myself that I'm out of alignment that I'm allowing these elements to become my crutch that I'm allowing these things outside of me to 
keep me from he- here. And it's all, and it's all a trap. All of this shit is bullshit. I knew this shit was a trap. <laughs> Maybe three years ago when I saw how many people, um, because originally we're all spiritual. That people don't have to label themselves as spiritual. People don't have to label themselves as vegan um, to eat healthy. People don't have to label themselves as, um, you know, coaches, fitness coaches to work out. People don't have to label these themselves as these things to do what it is they need to do that is in alignment with who they are. Um, but many people do, and that's because they're out of alignment. Um Two, I realized this when I saw all of these people getting more into these things. And I'm just like, okay, I've been here before in this space of this energy, rather. Um, Not to say that I'm an old soul, even though many people call me an old soul. And perhaps I am. I do feel that way sometimes. But... I'm not being on a, oh, yeah, I've been here before. I know everything. Y'all don't such and such and such and such this type of time. Oh, I'm going to have to teach you this. I'm going to have to teach you that. That's not where I'm coming from. I only help those who want my help. I only give to people who desire to help themselves, rather, because I can't, I, I ultimately, I can do nothing for you. You are the one who does do everything for yourself. Um, interesting enough, um, I had a conversation around that, uh, but I'm going to get into that um, sooner. Um, well, later <laughs> in this episode. So, shit, what was I saying? Damn, bruh. Okay, so here. I saw all these people getting into occult knowledge. And I've been in this space long enough to understand that when the masses are all into something, something ain't right. When that group thing starts to settle in, not only within people outside of me, but within myself, something ain't right. Something ain't right. It isn't. It is not right. So here, I began to ditch the books. Um, as I've said in earlier episodes that I tried to read Queen of Fools, um, <laughs> uh, Sacred Woman, I just couldn't. I didn't. I couldn't get into it. I read like I'm. I kid you not. I bought that book like three times and tried and. I kept losing it. Um, I have one on my shelf now, and I have not read it. I'll probably give it away. Um, hopefully, I can do a giveaway, actually, of that book for people who would like to do, um, dive into it and get their own perspectives. I just, just the energy of the book just did not come seem like it came from the heart space for me. Um, not that it was too technical. I just love heart space-centered books. And then, and that's my, that's where I'm coming from. Um, so here, I 
I think that people see buzzwords such as divine feminine, shadow work, um, love and light, darkness, witch, root work, voodoo, hoodoo, um, shit, healing, all of these different buzzwords to, and they use it. And this is part of the healing process also. I've went through it. They use it. They use it um, in a way that propels them and puts themselves on a pedestal. Because in most of the time, excuse me, <laughs> most of the time that these people have never really been on that pedestal. They never felt as if they were good enough for their own pedestal. So they have to create these scenarios, create these labels to prop themselves up higher. And I can only speak about these things because I've been there. I've been there. So I knew that this shit was all a trap. It was agents on both sides. On both sides, like, this shit is a trap, you know? Fucking trap. Beyond, like... The ones calling themselves witches and working with darkness. The ones calling themselves love and light. The ones doing this and the ones doing that. All of this shit is bullshit. Um, it's bullshit. I'm very much someone who works in the shadow and stays within her own shadow so my energy is a bit much and it's a bit intense also when it wants to be because I know how to dial it down to fit into modes um that's another story but I knew this shit was bullshit so here I have been debunking and decluttering and decolonizing for years and it's, here's the thing, we're so gullible. We want to, how can I say it? We want to get into this because we've been in this space, especially if we've been programmed religiously, and we think that we're moving out of that and all we're moving into more programming more religious programming, more dogma, more dogma. Um, spirituality is the newest religion, and I'm going to keep saying that shit. I don't give a fuck if people get upset. I really don't give a fuck. I have get, gathered this so many, so, so, so many times just through going outside sitting with myself or just sitting with myself inside you know and realizing like yeah this shit is a cult when all these people think that they know everything that someone else don't someone else don't that shit a fucking cult because who are you to tell someone that has been living as a spirit who has their spiritual rights intact that they're not spiritual that they're this and that they're that and that they're this and that they're this and they don't know anything and just because you have learned this on your journey does not mean that other people will 
that it will be useful to them on theirs. So we can't force ourselves upon people. People have to come to us. Um, and inherently, there's these laws. There's a lot of laws, which I would um, actually find them in my phone. Um, and I question all of these laws. They make sense, but who created these laws? Why are they laws? Why is natural law? Why was natural law created? So here in this space, I'm allowing myself to not only question and challenge the things that I'm learning, but questioning and challenging myself, questioning and challenging the things that I've grown to love, questioning, challenging the things that influence me, questioning and channel challenging, challenging everything everything and this is very much after the fact that I have lived so that's not to say oh be cautious yes be be cautious of everything yes be cautious but live live I feel as if we all have to go through that childlike stage of living and learning and stumbling and falling and propelling and groveling and climbing our way out and Being in tune with that spirit inside, that childlike spirit, your true self, your heart space, who you truly are. So I really wanted to get into this and speak about something a little bit more taboo. And many women, I'm very much a an, a transparent person. I'm very honest about the things that I've go through, I've gone through. I don't really care to, I don't really give a fuck if people know things about me. Um, People don't know much about me because (laughs) I'm pretty much in the shadows and I work with myself and I'm really, I'm not going to say I don't really care about the things that other people care about because I do. Inherently, I do. I've reincarnated. I reincarnated into this lifetime, not to pretend, not to be like anyone else, not to do all this other shit, but to be me. And because I reincarnated into this lifetime, into this age and this generation, of course, I love, I like the same things that my peers like. I'm not trying to differentiate myself. I'm not trying to create this boundary. Yes, I've always been different. I have always been different. I never fit. I never fit, fit, fit. I I could never fit in. Okay, I never. I was never someone who had a definite group of friends. I was never someone who had something alike with anyone inside of that group. I've always been outside, and as a child, I knew from a very young age that I was I wasn't like anyone else. I was alone most of my childhood. I was very much someone who was in her mind and I just not too learn long ago like learned that Um, about psychosis. 
basically how you can drift into psychosis um, very easily. And the trauma caused in all of that shit. So, in a sense, I felt as if I was in that space when I was a child. So here, now, within the space, I would like to open up dialogue about shadow side, shadow work um, of ourselves and working with ourselves and the things that we deem too ugly, the things that we deem as ugly, um, such as anger, such as jealousy, such as hate. Uh, such as the thing, just the things we're embarrassed by, or t- t- this society tells us is inherently um, wrong. Because anger is divine, jealousy is divine. All of this shit that we feel, emotions, they're all divine, and they're here to serve a purpose. So we're here. In this space, and I keep saying we're here in this space, and that's because it's bridging me and my thoughts together. Uh, I'm very much someone whose thoughts are all around. Sometimes I need to work through them and reconnect them to get them out. And since I'm not writing it down, I'm speaking and I'm allowing it to flow. And I hope you all are okay with this style. And if you ain't, you can stop fucking listening. But I mean, shit, most of y'all probably ain't gonna stop listening because y'all just want to talk about Shakara. Uh huh. But Again, thank you for your energy anyways. So, moving along. Many of us think that... I remember seeing this post about tarot. And someone saying that they don't fuck with tarot because they be conjuring demons. Or spirits. And... Then I had to remember, like, damn, that hasn't happened to me. And I've been doing this for, I'm not going to say that I'm a master. I was a master at that. I no longer do tarot. And I'm going to get into that. Um, I'm not going to say I was a master at it, but I've been doing it for a very long time. And... Many people are afraid because they're afraid of the demons that they've created. They're afraid of the spirits that they've created. I'm going to say that again. Many people are afraid because they're afraid of the demons and the spirits that they have created. So we're in the space where we are aware of spirits and demons outside of ourselves, but not the ones we created within ourselves. Just you see people with multiple personality disorders, etc., 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 and that's where that shit comes from. Hi, and arcana literally means secret. These cards tell a story. 
These symbols tell a story. Symbols are inherently components of womb knowledge. Inherently components. And when I say womb, I'm really just talking about primordial feminine energy. That is really what I'm getting here at here. Primordial feminine energy. Um, it's dark. Or what people consider dark. It's scary. Fearful. But I'm very much someone who have worked with these energies within myself. And that's not to say that I'm. there are parts of me that I'm not afraid of. Because sometimes I'm just like, yeah, bitch, you a little cuckoo over there. You a little cuckoo. And uh, I'm going to need you to sit over here in this corner and recollect yourself and just... um write this shit down, work through this in whatever way you're doing this this month, um, whatever you call yourself doing this month, go ahead and work through that shit so, you know, the people around you won't suffer so you won't suffer. And it's scary. But we inherently create our own demons and spirits. And it's not to say that, and, it, and I think that many people are going to listen to this and they're going to think mundanely. Like, yeah, we create our own problems, but no, literally, we really create spirits. We really create energy. So, here we are in this space. And... I can't get past the fact that all this shit is just a joke. All this shit is a joke. All of it is a joke. I just, I just don't. And it's, I know it's really upsetting for people to find out, I'm about to have water, um, for people to find out that the shit that they've learned and they're learning is a lie because they feel like, oh, my third eye is open. When in truth, it was never closed. It was just blocked. Not closed. Blocked. Something was in the view of it. If we understand something about energy. And there's something else that they say that energy is never is created and can never be destroyed. But if women are inherently destroyers of energy, how can energy not be destroyed? How can energy not die? And I guess this is also where ancestral veneration comes in because our ancestors um, just trying to keep spirits alive and living. So, again, if women are inherently destroyers of energies, how can energy not die? So, um, shit, I was trying to say something. 
damn. I don't know. So, yeah. I'm just constantly seeing these things um, as far as people talking about occult knowledge and spirituality or whatever the fuck that is. Um, and all of this shit and pertaining. And it's very much. It's still a religion. And they've become your new preachers, you know, your deacons, your um, evangelists and all of this other shit. It's all pretty much the same. Why do you put so much of your faith? into other people why do you put so much of yourself into these people who one aren't living people who are constantly 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 putting out shit every day every day Those messages aren't even theirs. They're going through social media. They're going through the relationships within their lives and taking these messages that these other people are giving off. And this is where the lines kind of blur too. Um, and using them to better, better further themselves. Using other people to make themselves look better. And I'm not talking about me people doing this to me i'm speaking about things that i've seen other people do in general to other people words that were never theirs lessons that they say they have learned that were never theirs to learn and you can always see these people because they always have the words of others especially within these these workers who claim to work with spirit if you're constantly, if you're constantly, constantly, constantly trying to warn people, oh, the end of days are coming, or you're constantly trying to fear people, I mean, like, use fear tactics on people, if you're constantly putting out words daily, 10, 20 times a day, and you're not living. You're not learning these lessons. You're getting these lessons from other people. These lessons come from people you see on social media. Your words are connected to posts you've seen via social media. Then you are you are so far removed from spirit. That's not to say you aren't spirit. That's not to say you aren't connected to it. You are. You're just removed. There's something blocking your view. There's something blocking your your connection isn't as strong as it could be. You're not really, really, really focusing on that connection in a sense. So here we are in the space of constantly, constantly overworking ourselves. Spirit does not, spirit does not, does not exist within that paradigm 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 shit who the fuck cares so 
I think that Sorry, dog. I just think that all of this shit is bullshit. And you're gonna be end up following the you're gonna end up following the wrong person into something that you don't want your ass into. And I've been there. And all I want people to do is challenge themselves, challenge those around them. Really, really, really live. Allow themselves to live. You know, allow themselves to live and learn the lessons. Um, from my understanding, there are so many people who are trying to be spiritual leaders or spiritual something, and people flock into them because this of this glamour that they have. But we're moving into this age of <laughs> none of that shit is about to work. That's all I'm saying. None of that shit is working. We're moving into this t- this space where everything is being exposed. Um, and I'm not talking about because it's Mercury retrograde and all this bullshit. No, everything is being exposed. And I remember um, making a post and talking about the system was never built to sustain us and everyone knows that I'm very much um, trying to move more into sustainability and when I mean sustainability I'm not just talking about saving this planet because ultimately the planet is good mama is good she will wipe us off you know (laughs) wipe us out ratherly and she gonna be good she gonna still be standing here um But more so to sustain ourselves um, and to live within the confines of spirit and to evolve with spirit. And I guess what I'm saying here in evolving with spirit, um, that does not mean that I want us to get rid of technology. It's more so of bridging the um, current programs that we have with an older one, an older model, an older, uh, an older computer giving it a new um hard drive or upgrading the hard drive or whatever the fuck that is um so yeah doing that and i guess i kind of um take on to afrofuturism in a sense as far as it not being like not just art but in the way that we live and so there are so many people trying to be spiritual leaders. And I remember, and they they claim that they have spiritual gifts and that they're this and they're that. But people who are within that don't, I don't, I feel like most of them who are very, 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 very gifted don't need to say that they're gifted and also very much so 
are like they know they're gifted i'm not saying that they're humble at all because that's further from the truth furthest from the truth but um to say that they are more so they don't fuck with humans <laughs> they don't fuck with other humans rather they don't fuck with them and i don't mean like oh no i'm trying to help such and such and such and such i'm not here to guide anyone i'm not here to help nobody okay i'm not here to see that you all are safe i'm not here to sacrifice myself for you that ain't what i'm doing because i understand the ebb and the flow of life i understand the ebb and the flow of death i understand the what it means to reincarnate here on this planet I understand things that I just understand life and to interfere with that would cause more karmic um, repercussions for me than for you and then that will also pass on to my children so no i'm not here to save anyone i'm not trying to save anyone i don't give a fuck what y'all do i'm someone who has a lot of thoughts who have a lot of words who are learning her lessons who are taking her blows each day at a time and constantly standing rising falling pulling and climbing herself out and up and holding herself up with grace Oh, I like to think that I'm graceful. I will hope that I, I'm very graceful with it. But that's what I'm doing. I'm a speaker. I like to speak. I'm not a motivational speaker. I can give a fuck about you being motivated to do anything. But I'm someone who just likes to talk. And shit. People like to hear me talk. People told me you should make this podcast or people just like oh you know i like i like these you should keep continue write, writing you should continue to speak i like the way that you think i like the way that you speak when and that's beautiful to me that's very beautiful to me so here we're in this space where there will always be people who think that they're in the know And that they use these titles. I remember t- thinking about master numbers in 33, 11, 22, so on. So I have three master numbers in my numerology chart. And I understand what they mean when they say that life is hard for these people. And I don't think that they're hard. I think they come with a lot of challenges. I think they bring new perspectives in. They make us challenge ourselves to evolve more because they know that if we don't, we would just stay stagnant. And so that here, people use these master numbers as ways to call themselves a master teacher or, oh, I'm here to guide the people, help the people, do this and do that and do this and do that reality they're just egotistical as well you're not here to guide anyone outside of yourself you're here to guide yourself you're not a disciple okay 
I don't know. You're still running off this dogmatic programming. There, yes, we did before. We did have people designated for. We did have designated spiritualists within the community. We did. But they were not continuously giving out secrets for free. Because honestly, or not even just for free, they were not giving out the secrets of life. They were there to look at the patterns, which is also symbology. Look at the symbols. Live. And when the people needed them, they came. And we are so out of alignment. And then there's this, there's so much information out there that one, people, there are a lot of people who shouldn't know these things. And two, and yes, I've said that, and I will continue to say that. And two, most of it isn't true. It's maybe like 3% truth and 97% false. They've covered everything. If you get what I'm saying, if we already know that this system has lied to us, if we already know that this system has corrupted history or her story or the things that, you know, were true, then how can you Google and get any information and know for certain that there it's true if you're not connected to them. So yeah, that's something. But I also wanted to talk a little bit more so about spirits and relationships. So I was a young girl. At the time, I really didn't know much about this. So, I had lost my virginity. It was my birthday. Very, very sacred day, of course. Um, Because we made it sacred. So, it's a very sacred day. And um, on my birthday, I had sex with the person that I lost my virginity to. Long short short. And... I remember my father being upset, my stepmother being upset, my mother being upset, and I can't remember the context, but I remember them all being upset, and I'm just like, wow, they're upset, you know, and they expected me to respond in a way that kept this idea of who they thought I should be in their mind. And granted, I was 16 at the time, but it's very much so. You know. How misogynistic everyone was that day. And how sexuality um, is still a bit of a murky topic. I remember this girl DMing me and asking me what I felt about sexuality. 
and her biggest takeaway of everything I've said, I basically do the work for people. People come to me because they don't want to do the work. So, and I noticed that people use who they think know more than them. And, or people who they deem as spiritual leaders, because I'm not a leader. People deem me as that, but I'm not. Okay, I'm not a... I'm not. So, here we are. People come to you to for you to do the work for them. So they don't have to do the work for themselves. And um, her biggest takeaway was that people don't understand sexual energy. But again, she didn't understand sexual energy. So here we are. And after that, I remember them just basically being done with me not wanting to talk to me adults acting like children okay 60 minutes keeping on clock 45 minutes okay so adults acting like children and not being who i needed to them to be so long story short i remember going to sleep that day and waking up frantic because a witch was riding me or a spirit was riding me. And I remember telling my mom, and she was just like, that's what you get for acting like such and such and such and such. And it wasn't the fact that I got that because I was acting like that. It's because, one, the people who were supposed to protect me weren't protecting me any longer. And as a child, I didn't know how to protect myself. And that means energetically as well spiritually you understand and this person had so many spirits attached to him and he had and mainly he was messing with other people who had spirits attached to them he was smoking drinking allowing himself to become a portal for other spirits and women we have to really protect our own portals. We have to protect our own portals. We have to protect our own portals. And I didn't understand it. So, and there are other lessons that I've learned from that. I'm just not going to dwell into that. I really want to talk about entities that are attached to other people and opening ourselves up in sexuality. And six. So people confuse sensuality and sexuality.
People confuse sensuality and sexuality. And this is when etymology comes in and really the understanding of energy comes into play. Um, to be sensual and to be sexual can be centered around the same energy, but are not the same. So, here we are. I have so many thoughts, so I'm trying to cram everything into this one episode because there's another one I'm going to talk into. Um, Yeah, so, Bruh had some spirits. And many people don't, many people call themselves spiritualists, people who understand spirit, and yet they continue to open themselves up to spirits. And they're afraid of conjuring spirits, but don't understand that they open themselves up to spirits on a daily basis. From the things that they ingest, from the things that they um, invest their time into. The people, the liquor, the foods, the drugs, you know. Um, I don't like to alter the state of my body. Unless it's done naturally. Many people. um, Are afraid to feel. Themselves. Many people are so dependent. On the herb. Not just herbs. But the herb. And. It's okay. And the liquor spirits because they don't want to feel. They don't want to feel themselves, they don't want to see themselves, they're afraid of themselves, they're afraid of nature. And those things could very well be a part of them living and learning their lessons. But my observation is people are afraid of themselves. People don't want to sit with themselves. People don't want to do the work. People, they just don't want to. And I understand. Because to see yourself, your true self, is the scariest thing that you could probably ever go through. Your true self. So here. We allow. Ourselves to become the portal. Well I don't allow myself to become the portal. But 
other people. So you're allowing yourself to be the portal. I'm not. I choose not to drink. I choose not to smoke. Um, recreationally. Many people aren't conscious enough to understand what it is that they're doing. So you see, I think, and I know that I might, I don't really care if I hurt some feelings. I don't really care if I, you know, step on some toes. I always say if I step on toes, I hope I'm wearing steel toe boots and you're wearing sandals. So here we go. Um, Damn. I just thought about something, but I'm going to keep that to myself. So, here we go. <sighs> they told you that these this was illegal, right? So that you could smoke it. Because, like any child, when you tell them no, and you don't really give them an expo- too much of an explanation, they're generally trying to explore it they want to explore it they want to experience it because they're curious so you go on to smoke this weed you go on to smoke that you go on to do that and not saying that these the properties of this plant or the energetics of this plant was never sacred because it was highly sacred very sacred very 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 fucking sacred but you go on to smoke this plant which isn't even the real deal it's a mutation of the sacred plant but I digress and this plant that you're smoking allows them to further come into you and snatch up space within you so allows you to be immobile allows you to carry out their plans and their ideas of what it is that they desire because they're they're inherently not creative but that's another story for another day you are the creator and when you aren't aware of your creations Or your power to create. What do you become? Who are you? How can you see yourself? So... Who are you? Can you see yourself? Um, and many of them can't. They tell you these things so that you may be able to... It's all just a trap. Like I said, 
once they knew that the religion or what you thought was religion wasn't working, they gave you another form of religion and just named it spirituality and told you it was like opposite of religion and truth is it's not. Just kind of play. Um, anyway, so they basically told you that it wasn't. Kept the same dogmatic principles. Because religion is dogma, but everything that is dogma isn't religious, if you know what I'm saying. So, told you that it wasn't religious, but it was still dogmatic, which religion is. So, told you it was dogmatic. And... you play into it a spiritual journey hmm you're a spirit on a journey you're a spirit living you're supposed to live and to journey means to go out in a journey to adjourn to rule to move, to make happen, to end, to begin. You're living. And it's all a trap. Because usually when you're journeying, you have a set destination. But when you're living, you're evolving. So your destination is allowed to change and uh, evolve and to grow and to maneuver and to switch lanes as much as it needs to be. So with that, decolonizing the way that we talk about sacredness we talk about spirit we talk about life we talk about death we have to decolonize it all um and that is why i ultimately call this shit root work um because to work with the root means to work with this land to work with nature to work with your true self to work with your heart space to work with mama to work with the unseen things within yourself. So, to really work um, with those. And people think that it's about burning candles. People talk shit about people who do voodoo, but yet they still have candles and candles came before people were doing voodoo they were not using candles that's that's catholic so again candles came in with voodoo 
black people started using candles for that type of work when voodoo came into prospects because before that they was using oil lamps and before that they was making the damn fire themselves and before that they weren't using no damn fires they weren't even in the it wasn't even in their mind to like okay i'm gonna go out here in these elements they were working on pure energy straight from themselves straight from the source they didn't need to do that so again here we are talk about people who do voodoo and yet they still sell candle workings but i digress it makes no sense all of these motherfuckers don't know what they're talking about shit i don't even know what i'm talking about all this shit is bullshit and the only person that you can trust and follow is yourself so whatever someone else is learning, that does not mean you're going to learn. And just because I say it does not make it true for you. So again, trust yourself. Take what resonates and discard the rest. Use your discernment. Even with the things that I say, use your discernment. Question me. Challenge me. Do all that shit. Do it. Don't, don't follow blindly. Um, and it's so, what's so funny is I had a, um, conversation with someone in my family, um, and he was going on to say that he's woke, woke now. And it's just like, woke, woke. And it dawned on me that this shit was indeed even more, like, it's sloppy. If you cannot see um, the spells that they're casting, if you cannot see the rituals, the the work that they're doing, you ain't seeing shit. And I mean, even with this whole spirituality bullshit. And people who call themselves, who say that they're not love and light workers, but work with darkness are still love and light workers. They still have the same dogmatic principles. They still operate from the same space. They're all still doing the same damn motherfucking thing. It's the same. It's kind of like if you watch um, what show can I use? Cause okay, so if you watch Charmed, you have the elders of the witches, and then you have the demons in the demon world, and all that bullshit. And you have them all acting like they're superior. They all came from the same source, suckled on the same breast. Their mother is the same, had the same nourishment, but yet just different paths. Not even just paths, but different um, ideas of what it meant to be. And yet they still act the same. They still do the same shit. 
They still desire to take. They still desire to reign supreme. They still desire power, control. One just emits it and the other hides it. They are still the same. And now you see here with those, and it's so crazy because, you know, like um, Lucifer was considered the angel who fell um, from, you know, and he was the light bringer or, you know, whatever Lucifer's thing was. Um, not to get into that, but just to bring that up into question, he was a light bringer. And he fell. What did he fall into? Did he descend into the dark womb? Hence, you know, the underworld or hell or whatever the people like to call it. And became the controller of his own demons. You know? Yeah, sorry about that. My baby was smiling in his sleep. And he's so precious. So, yeah. Did he become the controller of his own demons? Did he start to rule his own? Did he utilize the aspects of himself that other people deem as wrong, scary. So here we are. The taboo part of this podcast. Many of these people think that their spirit guides are guiding them. And really, they're all a part of the program. And it's quite annoying, honestly. They are all a part of the program. There are traps within every corner 
um, no matter whether I mean whether it is light or dark, there are always traps. There are always traps um, within our minds. We trip ourselves up. We create create these um, obstacles for ourselves. Um, those outside of us have and um nature even has um and some of them are to test us some of them are lessons some of them are um to detour us there are a lot of traps but the key is um and it's a very known secret that you decide which traps you want within your life you decide which ones are beneficial and you decide which ones are traps and which ones you're going to jump over. Um, so yeah, you become the rabbit. Um, so life in general, is just a constant, a constant movement. And Sometimes we get so stuck and fixed in these ideas of what we should be and who we should be and what we are and what we should be and what we should do and all of these ideas of how it's supposed to be when in reality, the only thing that's supposed to be is us. We're just supposed to be. We're just supposed to live. That's what's missing. Living, being, breathing, existing. That is what miss. That is what is missing. Um, this isn't living, breathing, existing. This is merely, um, surviving, you know? So here we are in this space to close this rambling. I'm going to leave this raw and uncut, um, because I enjoy it. I think that's what this podcast is going to be like from now on. I do not enjoy editing. I just enjoy speaking and I feel as if those who enjoy me speak, um, who enjoy listening to me will understand and they will gravitate towards this. And those who aren't meant to hear this knowledge and aren't meant to gain from this will just move. I feel as if when we edit, when I edit, I edit so much out that it's, it's beneficial. It's a part of my process. It's a part of me um, expressing and thinking my way through because some of these thoughts have lingered and some of these thoughts are just coming up in the moment. And I feel as if that's important. Um, that's what's missing. So, again. Yeah, it's okay, baby. Oh. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for choosing Oracle's Womb. Um the podcast oh yeah 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 this child has a bit of the sniffles and he keeps choking on his mucus um because every time we leave, he likes to take off his gloves and his hat. And we literally have to fight to put them back on. 
And so he's kind of adjusting to the weather, adjusting to this world and um, letting his body do what it does. Maybe he knows that he needs to adjust. So he took him out for a reason. And yeah, he's adjusting to this um, this space. So thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening. Um, I'm going to figure out how to do the voice thingy, majiggy, whatever that is. And um, yeah, and I'm going to um, allow people to send me voice memos. And um, I'm really excited to start interviewing people and to start speaking about people and just talking to other people because I have so much to say and I know others have so much to say and so much um, to contribute. So again, thank you for tuning in um, with love and um, gratitude. I thank all of you um, who listen because your girl done all together, all of my episodes done got me up to how long was it? A hundred views? I have to go back and look. Don't quote me on that. But it was like up there. It was like 90 or 100. I can't quite remember. Um. So thank you. Thank you all for listening. Thank you for referring a friend. For referring a, a friend to refer a friend. Thank you. So yeah. You can follow me on my socials via instagram i don't use twitter that much but i guess i'm going to start incorporating it in um stay tuned for a website lunch i don't know when it will be um i don't even know when this episode is going to come out because i have so many episodes that i keep locked away um so when you get this it might be a month from now it might be three months from now 10 a year from now who the hell knows how my mind works, how spirit moves me. I move with spirit. Um, I, I move with my intuition. Whenever it tells me to go, whenever it tells me to do, I do. So again, thank you for tuning in and enjoy me rambling some more.